0: Now then, I'm Dom Shaw and this is the Tripe Supper, Gazette Borough's Borough Burra podcast. You know that already. We're back. Absolutely. It's been an eternity <laughs> since we last did it. Since, I think since the last one, John has gone. Yeah. So Chris Garbutt, forty-six game a season, man <laughs> steps in to my right. Uh, Anthony Vickers, who you heard there, uh, to my left. We're, we're looking back, obviously, um, frustratingly, sadly, to Sheffield United on Tuesday night, which was a disappointing night for Borough. It was a disappointing night all round. The Results really going shockingly uh, across the board. First... Garbs, Let, let's get straight to the crux of the point, and and I guess what everyone's talking about. Why are your Borough struggling, and why have they struggled all season against anyone who's remotely half decent in the Championship?
1: Um, it's a, probably a combination of a lot of things. The, the, what, what's, what some would answer is the glaring the glaring obvious reason is because they're not as good as the top seven or eight teams in the league, which is you know, the, the league table doesn't lie, is it? Borough are currently not good enough to to, to be in the top six Um, I think it's maybe a little bit of a mentality thing as well at the minute I mean it's gone so far now we've picked up so few points and and, and lost against so many teams in and around us that are they going into games with a a sort of subconscious that we can't you know we we can't beat these teams or I I don't don't know Um, it needs to to sort itself out now if, if we're going to have any Extended fun this season, if, if you put it that way, um, with, with, with the playoffs. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. And I, I would imagine that Tony Pulis and uh, it doesn't it doesn't have the answer to that either.
0: I mean, it's gotten to the point Vic, where it, it need, they need an overnight killer now. You look at the games to come, and like like Gab says, there yeah. it has to be resolved now, well, doesn't
2: it? It's been the fatal flaw all season, and in truth, it's probably what Gary Monk sacked. Uh, it was, you know, it was the. Uh, awful away defeats at Leeds Millwall and Bristol City that probably flagged up that this team <clears throat> wasn't good enough to beat those sides and of course on paper this team should be good enough to beat those sides they'd spent a lot of money there was a hard core of experienced players there that had been promoted before yet so, for some reason uh, they struggled to get into games started slowly and as soon as they found themselves on the back foot Look really fragile, and as soon as they considered a goal, there'd be a 10, 15, 20-minute spell where it was utter chaos. Now, we've had two managers, probably four or five different formations, every possible permutation of the squad, uh, and still that that flaw's there. That, to me, suggests that it is a mentality issue, and... Uh, Although Tony Pulis is a very experienced manager and will know what the problem is, he hasn't really had the opportunity to bring in the players that he wants to change the shape and that. Uh, So we're left with a group of players that in some way are flawed. It could be the long tail of last season's relegation battle. You know, they went four months without a win. Sometimes that kind of seeps into the into the DNA of, the, of a club and people get used to losing games and it stops hurting them and yet they're getting picked every week. So it, we've seen that team, once teams start to struggle, even good sides, they, they can go into that kind of steep decline. So the question is, how do you arrest that? Uh, there may be some tactical issues. We, we know, for instance, that Borough... ..are very slow through midfield, and the teams that they've come up against that have, that have turned them over tend to be very fast going forward. They might not technically be better, but they know what they're doing and they do it with rapid pace, and that's exposed Borough, in which case you're looking at a, a full-scale revamp of the squad in the summer again.
0: And, and is it getting worse? Because at the start of the season, Wolves on the opening day, you're, you're beaten by... You know, that was a nil-nil game, wasn't it? You're beaten by a Daniel Ayala slip. Um, Fulham, that was a nil-nil game until the, the late drama. Villa obviously was nil-nil and Borough battled very hard that night. Since Christmas, though, you look, or before Christmas, Bristol City... I mean, for me, <coughs> Bristol City, Millwall and, and Sheffield United, carbon copy defeats. Mm. Bullied, out fought in the middle of the park. I mean, they lost the battle before they lost the game, didn't they? And yeah. then you look at Cardiff. I mean, Borough managed one shot on target at Cardiff. Mm. It, recently, it, it almost seems to be more of an issue than than it was early on in the campaign. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, we spoke on the way from Sheffield last night, and I said to the, you know the, the, the guys that I was with that if Boroughs, you know, sometimes when, when two teams go against each other, and it's a game of football that both teams try and win. Both teams put everything into and you know. And sometimes you are going to come out on top because you know you're playing against the better teams of, of, of the division. But I, them games that you mentioned, Cardiff away, um, you know, l- last night massively Bristol City away, Borough didn't Borough weren't, weren't, weren't they didn't even turn up, did they? Really? First weren't, just weren't completely at weren't at the races <laughs> at all. It's not as if like you go to these places and. You know, you're giving it your all, but you're getting edged out by a little bit, a little bit of good play, or so on and so forth. But it, it, just did not come, did not turn up in, in any of them games, and um, that you know that, that's worrying because they're, they're big matches. And you know, go, go looking ahead, if we were to get into the playoffs, um, is it going to be the same story? You know, if we, if we do manage to scramble into the top six, I, I can see it being just in the exact same situation again with that. I
0: mean, the only way Borough can get in the playoffs is. is... To get is to, is to find a cure very quickly, yeah. because they, they need to win what? Yeah. How many games of the last four well, do they now need to Borough, win? Three?
1: Borough have Borough took, took 11 points off top-half teams this season. There's only one team in the division with a worse record, and that's Birmingham. So Burton and Albion have taken more points from top-half teams in Borough this season. And, and I think that's, you know, a, a,
0: an issue, probably not just against the, the, the top-half teams, but on the road... Have looked very flat recently. Yeah. very flat yeah. away from home recently. I think they've they've only won one of the last seven away. Vic, you, you wrote today that Tony Pierce was talking about how Burton's a difficult place to go, but then Hull going yeah, exactly. stick five,
2: past and they're going to beat them by four. And, and you know they hadn't won at home since September, so the idea that it's a difficult—I I know it's just spin. You know, that's that's the, the post-match spin. You know, trying to uh, ease the lads' pain because you know, it was always going to be tough lads. No, I'm not having that. If, if you have the mentality that you want to succeed that you want to be in the playoffs that you're a top team you've got to go to somewhere like Burton you've got to batter them mm. you have to show that you're a team that means business that you're organised you have the energy you have the game plan you have the potency and you have to go there to, to teams like Burton mm. and Sunderland another one and you've got to batter them
1: well, the bottom three we've drawn away against the bottom three Barnsley mm. Sunderland and Burton Albion Borough seemed
0: to be stuttering at exactly the time when, when they almost seemed to be finding the feet. You know, going into that international break, Brentford seemed, and I think even looking back now b- was a good point. But you expected Borough to kick on from there, and they haven't. I was looking at the form table this morning uh, on the last five games, and, and, and I think there's only five teams in the league who picked up more points. And you're looking at Forest, Burton, Sunderland, Barnsley, Leeds, you know, even the likes of Preston, who who who'd lost three games on the bounce going into Tuesday night's game are suddenly within three points it was a real opportunity wasn't it to, to kind of open the gap and, and, and to almost leave them mm. behind yeah. whereas now they've been sucked back in and, and it's anyone's yeah. game again it, it st-
2: stats are funny things because we went into the, the Sheffield game and you said well Borough have only lost one in nine and that was to the, the champions elect mm. so it probably didn't look as bad but the worrying thing was the number of draws in there um, that, that good run of four wins out of five <clears throat> All came against the basement side So perhaps it wasn't really a good gauge of, of where the team were And then you'd say, oh well, Borough are sixth you know, It's all in our hands, you know, we're in charge here But Borough was sixth uh, going into Sheffield On the dint of other teams stuttering you know, We went through two weeks where somehow Borough was still in sixth at full time uh, you know, despite you know uh, losing against Wolves, uh, the scrambled point at, at Burton kept them in six just, and you can't rely on other teams. You know you've got to make things happen yourself. You've got to shape the season yourself, mm. and I don't think it's never felt like that all season. Borough have had a couple of good runs, usually when they're playing against the relegation battlers, and it hasn't always been great football I mean Birmingham they won one nil, but it was an awful match uh, away at places like Reading awful matches uh, it's never felt like Borough have been in charge of their own destiny this season
0: Is it time to freshen <coughs> things up in the team because we know, um, we know Tony Poulos likes a settled side but they, but they have looked flat and laboured recently. I know again, you know, again, starting in Forest, it was it was a professional job. It was an efficient job. That was comfortable, wasn't it, in the first half? And then they did what they have been doing and just saw it out in the second. Mm. But in in games at Burton and against Wolves at home and, and even at Brentford before the break and obviously against Sheffield United, they've, they've, they've lacked something, haven't they? Whether it's an oomph or a spark or a, there's, mm. there's been something missing. Is it time to use the squad well, to I mean, freshen it
1: up? That, looking at that second half yesterday, I and mean, no. I know. They maybe got a little bit of a an ear blasting, you know, from the manager. He, he, but he, he was adamant. He, he, was adamant. he, that he didn't. Yeah.
0: He just said that he put the names on the but board. I mean. To make the change. Yeah.
1: I mean, no. I, I think that they, they knew that it wasn't good enough, and they were always going to come out in the second half and and, and improve on, on on that first half display. Um, but I thought it was nice to see Fa, uh, Fabio. I'm not personally not Fabio's biggest fan, but. Um, I think it was nice to come and sit and, and see him yesterday. I thought he, he, he really brightened it up. Um, I think he just sort of increased the work rate tenfold and, and sort of dragged the team along with that. They, they recognised, you know, he, he was absolutely all over the place, wasn't he? Um, so yeah, may, may, maybe looking at that um, personnel change might 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 freshen things up. Maybe uh, I don't know if we've done it on numerous occasions this season already, but maybe a little a little tweak to the the formation I don't know I've heard, I've heard a couple of people saying that they're like the three at the back
0: yeah you, you said they almost
2: stumbled across yeah, the formation it wasn't. yeah, no. yeah it was more by accident than design uh, and it's kind of crisis management mm. and perhaps even just the fact that they were given an extra bit of umph in every position to make up for being a man short but it I mean I'm a fan of, uh, of wing backs I think it gives, gives balance and an attacking option but for Tony Pulis that would be a complete reversal of his entire policy but sometimes needs must. Sometimes you've got to, to freshen it up just to catch the opposition on the hop.
0: What, what would you do with Triori?: if you were?
2: Well, you could play him in the middle. You know, he's got the pace to, to uh, burst through. Uh, one of the problems, I think, in recent weeks has been that teams have found a way to shackle Triori uh, When he was Borough's secret weapon and he was awesome very little you could do about it but in recent weeks mm. most coaches have said after the game "Oh, we had a plan for him and increasingly teams have found a way of of stifling him mm. even if that's putting two and three men on and what I've found more worrying the fact than the fact that opposition have found a way of, of neutralizing him is that boroughs don't seem to have reacted and very often you get Borough players looking for Triori, even though he's double-marked, even though he's in a a empty acres where he's not going to hurt anyone. And that to me seems a little bit of abdicating responsibility, because if he is double-marked, surely the alert midfielders should be thinking, well, there's space somewhere. And they should be making the runs. And the people on the ball should be picking out those runs mm-hmm. rather than looking for a dharma when he's in trouble. But then you've got the manager on the sidelines. Like, exactly. Give it to yeah, dharma. Exactly. So you're, kind yeah. of, you're in a, a tactical cul-de-sac almost. And mm. to get the be- best out of Triore, maybe it is worth moving him somewhere else mm. where the opposition would have to think again as to exactly how to shackle him. And if he's making those runs through the middle uh, and he's still getting brought down, then maybe you get... a Free kick on the edge of the box. Maybe you get a penalty. Maybe just the fact that you've moved him forces the opposition into into second guessing what's mm. happening and making changes. And and suddenly, you know, floors open up in their game plan
1: because of the tactical blueprint that we're currently playing. When you know, when when Adama doesn't play well, we don't play well. That's the the this unfortunate situation that that we find ourselves in now. And Borini to find a way of. Of coming up with other ideas, you know, like you, like you mentioned there, because if they've got two and three, they've spent a full week, you know, training two and three three players to 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 shackle his arm, and then you know what what's going on over the rest of the pitch. There has to be you, another you know space elsewhere space for, for for our other attacking players to to utilise and capitalise on it, because um, it can't just all be a dharma You know, it's it, it's got you've got to have other ideas.
0: You mentioned Fabio, um if if he does make changes, you know. Pulis after the game on Tuesday night was, was talking about how he thought the second half was fantastic and he was talking about the energy and, and the commitment um, which, which, which surely points to the fact that you can't go on like that and then not change things for, mm-hmm. for Saturday obviously Grant Leibniz is out who, who else comes into contention who, who, who can well, come in and change things
1: if he does go through at the back I would imagine it would be the obvious Gibson Ayala and Shotten um, <clears throat> Fabio he would be the obvious right wing back I would imagine um, with George on the left. I thought George was poor last night, but you know it, it would probably be George. Um, and then th- again, the three midfield that bit wouldn't play obviously he's suspended, so it would be Clayton who was Burr's best player last night. I thought, which is yeah. really really bad to say when he was only on pitch for for forty five minutes. It would be it would be Clayton Bessage and House, and, and then maybe Adama behind Bamford, or or you know if you, if you don't play Adama then. Then Bamford and a uh,
0: down in a central role down and moved into that central <sighs> slot in the second half. Possibly
1: again being poor last last month I would say he's been right off the boil. Um, after having a, a cracking couple of months earlier on in the season, I think he's been um sluggish and wasteful in possession, um, which is not like him at all. So you know, does, does he? Does he, He's played pretty much every game, Sturigani. What, um, so does he need uh, a rest? Well, like
0: what's your take then on the? We asked Chris Wilder this, didn't we? After the after the game on um, on Tuesday night, what what's, how, how do you currently assess the playoff picture? How how many teams you know at Preston can can Preston still get in the top six? Can Derby still drop out? This is obviously recorded before they play Wolves. Um, what, what what's your mm-hmm. take on, on the on the situation as things stand? Uh,
1: last night last night's um, last night's results really have sponged it all I mean you go down to I think Preston's two points behind Burner. yeah
2: I think there's, there's five teams there's five yeah, yeah and Damp- Brentford have fought
1: Brentford
0: in, know, we, we thought Brentford were done when Burner got a point there didn't mm. we and now suddenly they win what three on the ground and yeah. the they're right back yeah. in there
1: I would probably say you could go, I mean there's four four games to play I know Derby play tonight and they've got a game in hand as well yeah, against um, so yeah I, I would probably say there's, there's down, down to 10th
2: would say they could still get in? Uh, I, I think the top six is set now and I, I think by the time Borough go to Millwall for what is the cup final I think Millwall could be too far ahead because they've they put together a really good run they're playing with belief they're playing with a system that, that, that everyone understands it's functional and simple but it's proved very effective You know, they've put together a 16-match unbeaten run uh, you know, we, every year people say, "Oh, someone comes out of the pack and, and gets into the playoffs." Well, that's them. You know, two mm-hmm. months ago they were mid-table and just starting on their run, and they barged through the pack, growing confidence, and they—they're they're there to be beaten now. Borough have to resolve this fatal flaw. Borough have to beat Bristol, possibly beat Derby if just, they're really going to get in there just
0: on Millwall when Borough went there um, in December they, they, Millwall was 17th and had won 5 games in, in, in the league That's, uh, mm. obviously up until that point they've won 12 mm. games since but their running is, is tough they're at Sheffield United on Saturday then they've got Fulham then Borough then Villa does it matter who you're playing we, I mean, they're not going to fear anyone are they the way they're going at the
1: minute we've got a coincidental set of circumstances in, in, with the at the minute where everybody's playing, playing everybody everyone, yeah absolutely yeah, I we said that on Tuesday Borough's before last night Borough's four games up up until Ipswich is the four closest rivals for, the, for that sixth spot um, I know Wolves played Derby tonight um, Sheffield United like you mentioned have, have, have got a game against uh, Millwall at the weekend um, so the, you know, Borough-Bristol City Borough-Bristol City to come the, 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 that's why I'm I'm not a lot of people I've spoken to are really really down down about Borough's chances to get in the playoffs I said before. I said on the way to Sheffield yesterday. I said there's going to be swings and there's going to be lows and highs, with, even with just within this little four game, four game period. Now there's going to be times when you think you're in, you're out. People will lose. People, you know, lose points where you they don't. You don't think they will. Um, I think what's important for Borough is the two home games. I, I think if Borough can beat Bristol City and beat Millwall. Then you really put yourself in a position where you know if you can maybe pick up a point on the on the road, and I think that might be enough. The,
0: the only game uh, Borough have left that isn't against a, a direct rival is against Ipswich. who are obviously managers now after Mick McCarthy's choreographed drop mic moment after the win over Barnsley. Is 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 that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I mean, from a selfish point of view, it would have been entertaining seeing McCarthy after that final game and, and going out in a ba- going out with a bang, no yeah. doubt. But the, the they've got I think it's their director of coaching who's now taking charge for the rest yeah, of the season they could
2: have someone in within a week couldn't they? well this, this fella
0: has been appointed until the end of season right. so it suggests that he, it's going to be in the summer but mm. McCarthy going early I mean it, it doesn't come as a surprise w- will Boris still be able to shout then if so is it a, good <coughs> thing or a bad thing that he's got
1: um, I mean can you I don't know whether you two can can you see can you see anybody pulling away enough for it to be not going down to the last game of the season because I can't see anybody getting more than sort of like three points away from anybody no I don't think I can not with those
2: Millwall fixtures
1: yeah I think it'll go down there. there will be something on the, on the Ipswich game for no horror. I
2: think it's going to go down to the 89th minute you yeah. know that Yeah. <laughs> you might as well dig yourself
1: in for it yeah It's um. it hasn't been a happy hunting ground for Borough over the last 10 years or so has it maybe it's even more but we got a good result last time we were there didn't we Um. I, I, fully, I fully expect this to be something on that game absolutely um,
2: yeah I, I think it's it will go down the last last day possibly the last 10 minutes mm. uh, and if you're still in there at that point then you know great that's, uh, that's something to fight for to extend the season uh, if Borough aren't then the season has been a complete disaster for me Mm.
0: and and there's been talk um, I've seen a few fans talking about this on Twitter uh, and you mentioned it earlier a a kind of reboot in the summer a we at that stage regardless of whether they go up or not
2: well yes because if Tony Pulis is the manager this squad does not have the skill set to play the way he wants Uh, it would seem strange having done such radical surgery last season, but some of the, the big money buys that came in will not be players he wants. Clearly, he doesn't fancy, fancy Brit. Uh, Martin Braithwaite is a question mark. Uh, Fletcher. Fletcher, yeah. So, it, it, even, yeah. even to make a decent fist in the Championship under Tony Pulis, I think it's going to take radical surgery. And then you say, well, there's another clutch of players that have they reached their end of the days at Borough? You know, there's question marks maybe over George, Grant, Stewie. They're, they're all past that, their prime. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that was the conversation. So, that
2: so the that's point. another area where that, that, that would be natural rebuilding. And then on top of that, you might have some structural changes because of Pulis wants to change the style, no.
1: Gabs, your take on that? Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, I think that... Uh, well, I mean, if, if we don't get the top six, it's evident that this squad aren't capable there's been two managers. Tony Pierce has had enough, you know. Enough, I think personally, he's had enough games to be able to get to grips with, you know, what he's got. And if Borough aren't to get in the top six, then it's quite evident that, you know, but it, the, the, the squad is not capable. So it's going to need, it's going to need some, some, some moving on, some moving about. Um, I would imagine that players, like you said, would naturally be moved on when they come to, you know age age gets to them a little bit and they're sort of lacking in quality for, for a, a little bit, but I mean, is is it going to be Is it? I don't know the finances at Borough, but is the, is the money going to be there to go and have a, another huge summer like we did last year?
0: We'll wrap up there. Not quite all smiles, I'm afraid but hopefully Borough get back to winning ways against Bristol City on Saturday, as Gab says. There's no doubt going to be plenty of twists and turns in the, in the remaining four games of the Championship season. Cheers, Gabs. Cheers, Vic.